It's episode 14 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast, returning for NHL Preview Part 2. You know him, you love him. What's going on, Brando? Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, you really didn't have a choice, so yeah. it better be good to be back. <laughs> I, uh, I, had more than I had more than 12 hours notice this time, so yeah. it's time a little bit better. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Yeah, not too bad. Had the uh, the hockey fantasy draft last night, so my team's oh. looking not too bad. I'm oh, excited for. But oh. hockey starts in two days. Wednesday, so. yeah. We're recording on Monday, the 11th. Yeah. Today, so today, right? two, in yeah, two the days, 11th. the the world of hockey will be going crazy. Yeah. And Who, I uh, what pick did you have? I had third. Third out of so, how many teams? There's eight of us. Eight. Yeah, so my first pick was Dreisaitl. That's who I yeah. was left with. McKinnon went first, McDavid went second. I picked Dreisaitl. Yeah, um, I had a fantasy draft, you know, like with the the one you dropped out of. Yeah. I had, so we have 14 players because two yeah, guys got added to our original 12. Not ideal, but, you know, you got to roll with the punches, right? Yep. And uh, I got pick 11, which Tough. is pretty good with a 12-person league but 14 it's kind of tough yeah you'd never believe who i got who fell to me just take a just take a wild guess mind you this is a two-player keeper league matthews eichel really yeah that was close yeah that was american good. american top pick yeah top pick good um and then because it's a snake draft yeah so then like after the turn i got headman at 18 yeah i got headman too i think headman was my headman was my fourth pick i had fourth pick i picked him fourth my like my fourth selection who's drafting are they down (laughs) how do you Uh, fall to the fourth round I, nobody, everybody was picking forwards, and then I was like, "Well, I gotta pick this guy up before everyone else starts picking D men." Even in an eight-person league, Heaven's like a second, yeah. like late second. That like I said, everybody was latest. just picking forwards. Like I, picked, I picked Vasilevsky with my third pick, and then I had had like I had um number one pick or like my first pick was you no know, third overall. And then it was like the snake, so I had my second and third were pretty close together. Yeah. So I ended up picking, I had Panarin as my second one. And then I went down and I was like, well, nobody's picked a goalie yet, so I'm going to pick up Vasilevsky. And then the whole thing went through and nobody was picking up goalies or D-men. So I was like, all right, well, I'll pick up uh, Hedman now. So, yeah, snagged him up. Yeah, that's the nastiest top four of ever heard yeah that a uh and you know who my fifth pick was kyle connor oh my <laughs> goodness gracious that's ridiculous yeah i'll read I'll, here, I'll, I'll read through you my first uh i'll go to seven for you 
Yeah. So I got Drysidal, Panarin, Vasilevsky, Hedman, Connor, Barzell, Ryan O'Reilly. That's not bad. Yeah. Those are good players. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And then that's... with my last pick of the draft, I uh, I wasn't sure how the IR spot was going to work, so I ended up snagging Tarasenko, even though he's injured for until at least the end of the month, they said. So yeah. I picked him up just in case, and then it turns out that we had one IR spot, so I put him on my IR, and I picked up Sorelli. Yeah, I have Tarasenko as well. We, I accidentally screwed up because I'm commissioner of the league. Yeah. And I accidentally screwed up with the IR spot. So we have like two IR, an IR plus, and an NA. So yeah. Like not available because that works with Kucherov. Like not oh, okay. active. And Justin picked him. Picked and, up but Yeah, but not available doesn't work for IR plus. It's its okay. own thing. Yeah. So I opened it up. I was so you like, basically oh, we have four. Yeah, we four spots but we made it only two players can occupy the four okay because you after you do the settings oh my goodness oh wow that's three touchdowns for Devonte smith yeah we're watching the college football championship right now it's kind of ironic while we're doing the nhl preview but hey we'll roll with it <laughs> no pun intended for roll tide because they're, they're dominating right now. Yes. What is it? 30, 35 to 17? Uh, it's got to be at least that. Yeah. yeah. 34 now, so 35 after the field goal, or the point after. Yeah. But yeah, what I was saying is like the IR spots, you, can, you can't take away, you can only add. So I already had the two IR spots. So I was like, let me change it. And it was like, after you've draft, you can't switch anything or make uh changes you can only like add yeah so i was like okay i'll just add ir plus and na but you can only occupy a two so yeah did that but anyways we'll get to the nhl preview um last episode we finished where we did central and east and we'll stick in the united states and we'll go to the west division teams of Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, the LA Kings, Minnesota Wilds, San Jose Sharks, St. Louis Blues, and the Vegas Golden Knights. And start from alphabetically. Start the Anaheim Ducks. Um, last year they were 29, 33, and 9, 67 points, and they finished sixth. They added, they re-signed Miller. They drafted Drysdale. Out of Pro, Shattenkirk, and then Troy Terry and Milano they extended, and they're probably going to have Zegras this year after that electric performance. You know what? We'll go back to Anaheim. You watched the World Junior game? The uh, Canada versus the, U.S.? The gold medal game? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, the unfortunate yeah. gold medal game. Yeah, I got a couple times did. in the back of Papalios. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Canada just didn't play good that night. They kept, like, dumping it in, and they just never had the puck. And yeah, it just the States, a good game. The States played, like, a perfect game, and Canada just didn't 
bring anything. So it yeah, was well, like the worst case scenario for Canada. And it should have been more than... But Canada did hit a couple posts, and they did have chances, but Knight played a really good game. And Canada was just, like, hemmed in their own zone for, like, a lot of, like, majority of the game. So they couldn't really get anything going. I was going to say that, and, like, you look at Canada's games throughout the tournament, they always, like, dominated shots. And that yeah. game was just not even close. Like, they, they were down yeah. shots for most of it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was tough to watch. But I gotta give respect to the States. As much as it sucks to say, but they played a hell of a game. And congratulations to them on beating Canada. But it's a tough pill to swallow, but I had to give it to them. And silver medal's not bad, but losing to the States in the finals is never ideal. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, I got yeah. the. Uh... A buddy from Michigan, and when I went down to the States, he was always giving it to my ear because the U.S. and Canada World Junior rivalry was obviously a thing. And then it was when we, like in 2017, was when Canada lost to the U.S. in shootout. Yeah. And I got so many messages from him. Oh, Canada this, U.S. this. And I was like, oh, God. So yeah. then I was like, please win so that I can message Connor and give it to him. But he actually didn't even message me this year about it. So I have, I'm not happy with it, but I'm happy that I didn't hear anything from him because I would have had yeah. nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the barrel that they brought out onto the ice? Are you <sighs> buying that it was like a motivational factor throughout the tournament? I think that's a load of crap, to be I honest. I think it's a load of BS. But I also, from seeing like the the oil barrel about how the, the journey you know you got the stuff behind you the stuff in front of you seen the the article or whatever it was that they said that they were basing it off of i understand that but at the same time like even if canada was doing that you think canada's going to bring out a barrel with team usa logo on it or anybody for that sake no one's going to do that yeah. just an american yeah. thing i think so yeah i i thought it was pretty classes but hey who am i right yeah uh but yeah, they they played good. Canada didn't. And when you have Spencer Knight, who is one of the best goalies in the tournament, yep, he plays probably the game, like his best game of the tournament. And then like Zegers, Zegers gets a point, then that guy's so over. Nasty. Yeah, like they they just played good. Devin Levi on Canada, he still played a really good game. A couple goals that just like a deflection right in front of him is yeah, like that one, was one not, of the like, hardest goals to stop. And then the puck, he thought it went around, but it got stopped halfway through by the net. And then yeah. it was like an easy tap in for Zegris. And there's not much he could have done. But Canada just couldn't capitalize on anything. They couldn't get any momentum. And that's a recipe for disaster against a good USA team. Yeah. So congratulations to the States. Now, back to Anaheim. Uh, we finished off on the players returning or um, any additions. And they subtracted Bacchus, Juice, and Kessler still on LTIR, but he's he's basically retired. Yeah. But um, what do you think on 
Anaheim. I think their only hope is... I think they're not expecting anything this year. They just want to yeah. see good player development from their young guys. And that's all I really have from them. They have Hopefully, Zegers can get things going. And I think that's all they're hoping for this I year. I could see uh, so Anaheim see kind of being like a, a Vancouver from this past season. Like, you just you got a bunch of young guys. You're kind of hoping for it to be well or yeah. it to go well. If it goes well, great. If it doesn't go well, it's like, well, we're not really a like a we're not a contending team. So, um, yeah, I could see I could see Anaheim kind of being a team like Vancouver was last year, coming out of not really having any high expectations yeah. and outperforming for what they are expected to be like. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm not expecting too much out of them. I don't have them making the playoffs, but I could see them having like. A uh, season where there's a lot of hope for the future, and, yeah. and like they could take a step in the right direction. And I like the Shattenkirk signing just to add some veteran presence to the blue line and rub bringing Ryan Miller back. He's always he's been through the works, right? He knows yep. what it takes to succeed in this league. And John Gibson's one of the best goalies. He's young. And Zegers and Drysdale. I don't know if Drysdale is going to play this year, but Trevor Zegers is probably going to be slotted in. And uh, yeah, I just I think they have a good a lot of good pieces, but yeah. it's a no for the playoffs. But it's going to be a bright year for them. Uh, moving on. Oh, I'm assuming you have you don't have them making the playoffs. No, I but do. you just yeah, I assume so. Um, moving on, we got Arizona. They last year they finished 33-29 and 8, 74 points in 5th in the Pacific. They lost in 5 games to Colorado in round 1. So, I remember them beating Nashville in the qualifying round and I always had them winning that series. I think they were going to take it easily, but Colorado was a powerhouse last year. Um, they added Broussard, Kajula, and they I think they re-signed Kristen Fisher. They lost a lot of yes. players. Uh, Taylor Hall being the big one. And then Soderberg, Richardson, Grabner. Jonathan Garland and Schmaltz are day-to-day, but they'll probably be back for the start of the season. But who knows, day-to-day, they always kind of yeah. do that to hide up any... Like, hide any big injury or whatever. How bad it could be. Yeah. It's like lower body injury. It's like, well, I saw his knee twist. So it's obviously a torn ligament, but... (laughs) I saw him snap his leg in a half. No, duh, it's a lower body. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm not a doctor, but his leg's messed up. Yeah. No. So, Arizona, they're like a really quick team. Not like the head the teams they rely a lot on their scoring and quick uh play i like watching them i think they're always a competitive team they have one of the better more underrated tandems in the league with kemper and ranta Mm -hmm. and i'm not just saying that because i drafted kemper to my fantasy team so i'm really hoping for the best same (laughs) um bring it back to anaheim i also drafted john gibson so hopefully he can a lot of saves I'm relying because Anaheim's not going to get a lot of wins. 
but yeah. lots of shots on net. Yeah, because their defense isn't that good. But anyways, Arizona. Yeah, like I never know what to expect from that team except fill the thrill memes. Yeah. But what do you got on Arizona? Um, I don't think that they'll uh, be too hot. I think that there was a lot of hope for them last year, bringing in Hall, and I'm pretty sure was Kessel last year's first year, or last year was his first full year. Yeah. Um. I think they acquired him at the deadline the year before. Yeah. So they were kind of buyers, like trying to trying to get there, and as the playoffs showed us, they didn't get there. <laughs> and then losing all those guys, yeah. I don't think that they're gonna. I don't think that they'll be anything too hot. I don't think that they're going to be terrible. I think they're going to be a team that's uh, out of the playoffs, but not far out. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i with you. I think they just slip out of the playoffs. Um, this division's really... Like, it's a, two different stories. Yeah. There's, like, <laughs> five... There's like two, three for sure. Two maybe, and then three, I doubt it. But, yeah, I don't think Arizona makes it this year. I think they just slip out. But also, I think their goaltending can carry them in because they also lost Kemper for a lot of the year last year. Still did decent. And Taylor Hall didn't do that much, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think they just slip out. Um, third team, we got Colorado. And I don't think we have to talk too much about Colorado because they're an absolute wagon this year. Their defense, but, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> last year, they uh, last year they um, finished 42-20-8, 92 points, second in the Central. And they lost in seven to Dallas in the second round. But they added Devin Taves in a trade. They got they re-signed Graves. They traded for Saad. Re-signed Nachushkin. They're bringing in Byram. They re-signed Jost. They drafted Newhook. And I lo- watched Newhook in the World Juniors and Byram. And they were... Byram's a beast. Full of Canada's top players. And, like, Newhook looked so fast. Um, they have a lot of great players, like, either returning or... That they added, yep. but they lost the door of in the trade for Saad. Um, they lost Lindholm. I have Colorado doing really good this year. Yes, and I agree. I don't think that's going to be a surprise to anyone. No. My one question is their goaltending. I'm a little suspect on that, but I think their defense is really well constructed. That I yep. don't think they have to worry too much about that. But I'm not extremely high on Grubauer and. Francoos, but they're not like the worst you can have. Yeah. I and think I they're think very they've got, like, uh, they've got Hutchinson who's I think they have Hutchinson as their third. Yeah. And he wasn't like he's not anything special, but he was a an okay backup in Toronto, so even if you have a like an, an okay backup that can be your third goalie if someone gets hurt to so at least have confidence to throw someone in there. Yeah. That'll be good for them. 100%. So, I'm assuming we both have them making the playoffs. Um, yep. I think they're going to go far this year. And uh, I'm really excited to watch them. They're currently the cup favorites this year. I think they're at plus 800. 
So you're gonna have to put a lot of money on them if you want to win. But I always get scared betting on futures because I feel with my luck they never work out. So <laughs> I always kind of stay away from that. But I yeah, uh, I think I bet like a uh, fifty bucks last playoffs on Colorado all in the same game. It was that one game that they won like nine one. And oh. I, I I bet the over. I bet that they would win. I bet that they would score the most goals in like the second period. I bet that they would be the first one to three. Like I bet so many little bets, and I ended up winning like 150 bucks. I was like, all right, yep, that's enough. Not and then bad. for me, yeah, take that. Yep. Um. Next we got the L.A. Kings, and this one is also a team similar to Anaheim. I think they're a few more steps behind than Anaheim, but they're definitely. Just looking to see what they have out of their younger guys. They signed Athens CU, drafted Byfield, traded for Olimata. Um, they lost like Hutton and Schaller are UFAs, and Lewis. Uh, they lost Trevor Lewis to PTO in Winnipeg. Yeah. So they didn't really. They gained quite a bit. Their future sentiment in Byfield. They also Tri- got. Tripod uh, stairs, isn't he? Yeah, he was last year's draft. Yeah. He, he might slide into the roster this year. Um, they got um, Tyler Madden and a draft for to trade for Toffoli at the deadline yeah. last year. So he's going to be a really good piece for them. So it's just like a, let's see what we got. What do we need? Let's yep. build for the future. Yeah. Uh, last year they finished 29, 35, and 6, 64 points, 7th in the Pacific. Yeah, I don't have them making the playoffs, but I really hope that they kind of find what they're looking for in terms of what they need to do to build a foundation and kind of get back to that winning form winning form that they were in like 2012, 2014. Yeah, on those cups. They won those two cups. So, do you have anything on LA? Not really a heck of a lot, no. Um really pay too much attention to the kings yeah uh you basically went over how they got byfield turcotte mata like that's that's basically what i had written down too yeah they um yeah i'm just um they're probably just focusing on like all right let's just see what happens and then we'll yeah we'll roll with the punches this year get another good draft pick hopefully If the lottery isn't rigged, like it usually is. And then, yeah, just see where they go. Yes, sir. Uh, Minnesota next. Um, Interesting team. They're not the most exciting team to watch. But they really exploded last year. They showed a lot of promise with some of their players. Uh, Kevin Fiala, to be exact. Yeah. Um... Who they added and who's returning. They signed Andrew Hammond to a two-way the contract. The Hamburglar. Um, they drafted Marco Rossi, bringing back Greenway. I think they signed Talbot. Um, Greenway's a beast. Pardon? Greenway oh, was yeah, a beast in that playoffs yeah. against Vancouver. Yeah, he's a huge body. He, he, like, he, he's like a really effective player. I really wanted Canucks to maybe like offer sheet him or something like that because i think we could have got him like decently cheap yeah. and we need that bigger player but 
Um, they also traded for Benino, uh, Benino Johansson. Benino, Benino. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, re-signed Brodeen, and I think they signed Eukstad. And they lost Galchenyuk, Koivu, and Eric Stahl. But, man, like, if Kevin Fiala can have the season he had last year, and then, like, Matt Dumba's still there, their solid defenseman, Brodeen. Um, a little suspect on the goaltending, but Cam Talbot kind of re-energized himself yep. and, res- like, resurged as a pretty good goalie last year in Calgary. And, yeah, man, like, what do you got? I think that they're a... Uh, I think they're going to have, like, after... I didn't really... You don't really watch Minnesota too often. So no, watching the Canucks play against them yeah. in the... Was it the playoff or play-in round that they yeah, played against play them? Yeah, play-in. Yeah. It was... They're an exciting team. Like, they're... They were a physical team that definitely was a challenge for Vancouver to play against, not yeah. being such a physical team. Um, like Canucks were, for some reason, heavily favored in that series, and I was yeah. going into that. I was worried. I was like, Minnesota's had our number for years. Yeah, we can never find a way to beat them. We only finished a point ahead of them in total points in the season. Yep, we have the more, I think talented pieces but they play like they're they have nothing to lose yeah and i say like, like with minnesota too it's like they don't they're not a team like vancouver like vancouver's got like besser hughes Pedersen, even horvat miller yeah. like bigger name players like if you you say minnesota wild who do you think of when you think of the minnesota wild i can't even like <laughs> like matt dumba and that's it yeah and then cold yeah, they're not like an on, on paper. They're not an intimidating team by like, looking at names. No. Yeah. So. But I think that that could team uh, throw teams that, off. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, they always kind of play down to them. I feel, mm-hmm. which is basically right where Minnesota wants to have you because they always come up firing. Um, last year they were thirty-five, twenty-seven, and seven for seventy-seven points. Uh, that's four straight sevens, I just said. Put me in a blender. Um, <laughs> six in the Central. They lost in four games to Vancouver in the qualifying round, like we just said. I got them making the playoffs. I got them just sliding in ahead of Arizona. I think they're a gritty team. And, yeah, I I just have this... I think Minnesota... I, like, I think Minnesota is just, like, they're finding their groove. They're creating... An identity with uh, Garen at the top, controlling the team. They don't have a moron running it anymore. And, uh, yeah, I really like where this team's going. And I got them making the playoffs, sliding into that fourth spot. How about you, Brando? I uh, I have them in the exact same slide in that fourth spot above Arizona. Yeah. I think that they're a team that, uh, like we just were saying about how they gave Vancouver a tough time in the playoffs. You look at who they're going to be playing against. You're looking at San Jose. Not much to say about them. You got yeah. the Kings. Like we said, not much to say about them. Anaheim, maybe potentially something there, and Arizona. So, I think that they could take down any of those teams if it came into. Not that they're doing the play-in round again, but if I was going to put head-to-head against any of those teams against Minnesota, I'm taking Minnesota. Yeah, all day. And Kevin Fiala, a little sleeper pick for this year. If he can, he was like a really streaky player. Yep. And in a shortened season like this, if he can even have like a couple 
like ten game stretches where he's just on fire, then who knows like how he finishes and how far he can bring them into mm-hmm. whether it's standings or playoffs or whatever. Because when you're playing in hockey, playing like a lot of games pretty close together, and you're like you're rolling, like you're feeling good about your game, you tend to like bring that into the next game, the next oh, yeah. game, the next you're game. You're on a streak. You're on a hot so streak. It's even more effective when, because teams have no more than two days mm-hmm. between games. Yeah, the momentum carries over. Yeah. So it's like there's a less of a break for you to cool down or whatever. It's easy to pick that groove up back again. So a streaky player like Fiala, if he can get a streak going, then a lot of teams should watch out in this division because he can – you showed it last year. He can really put the puck in the net. Um, so, yeah, uh, playoff team for me and the Goff man, uh, San Jose Sharks. Um We'll keep this short and sweet. We'll give them their glory like every other team. But they added, they brought back Marlowe, re-signed Nieto, LeBanc, Donato, signed Dubnik. Uh, they lost Thornton, Dell, and Melker Carlson. Yeah. They were last in the Pacific. Uh, 63 points, 29, 36, and 5. They're only hope is Burns to have a hard trophy year for them to make the playoffs. And uh, Carlson. I don't like their goaltending. <laughs> yeah, Carlson's always hurt, though, and he's kind of slowing down. Yeah. I, I drafted him last year on my fantasy team, and I was heavily disappointed all year. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I don't got to make in the playoffs. No. They're... Yeah, I just don't see anything. I don't like their goaltending, Jones and Dubnik. There's a couple really below average goalies. Yeah. And I'd take a lot of tandems over them. So, yeah, that's a no for me for the playoffs. And I heard you say no as well. Yep. Definitely. So it took a us no. a whole a whole minute and 20 seconds to cover this team. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that may have been a bit too much time, but <laughs> no. But I want to see like they have Couture and they have Hurdle, but I can see them like having been competitive in a few of these games. Timo Meyer just like I was, isn't he there? Yeah, yeah. I just like I don't see tenacity from this team like i think they're really flat and they're going to rely on a lot of scoring and sometimes it's hard to outscore a team when you have a low average goaltending so the, uh, it's gonna be hard the only thing i'm game. looking forward i don't think i've ever actually looked forward to the san jose sharks before but to uh hopefully marlowe can stay healthy and make it in all the games and take a house record for most games played if he, uh, That'd be electric. If he, I think he needs 49 games or something like that to take the record. Oh. So. Hopefully he doesn't. Uh, he, he's got he's got a very fine line. COVID. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, hopefully he gets it. I really he, I, I'm pretty sure that guy's only sticking around to get the record for most games played and to beat Yager for like the oldest guy to play. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. All right. 
St. Louis Blues. Um, not much to. I'd never expect a cup run from a defending Stanley Cup champion. Uh, I just think I was expecting the Canucks to beat them. A lot of people weren't, but I think we've always played good against St. Louis. But I think they're still a really heavy team to play against. They're really tough to play. They're really well balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, they added Krug. They re-signed Dunn. They signed Hoffman today. Um, they got Kyle Clifford to kind of buff up their third, fourth line. They re-signed De La Rose from that trade with um, Fabry. They lost Petrangelo, the biggest free agent. Um, I think Brower got off their books. Bonwister retired. Um, Alex Steen retired. And Tarasenko's on IR till February. So St. Louis, they have a lot of missing pieces like Petrangelo and Tarasenko, but they had to deal with Tarasenko last year as well. So that's uh, nothing new for them. They yeah. brought back Hoffman, who's like, I'd say, a pretty elite goal scorer. He gets 30 goals consistently. Yeah. Torrey Krug's still a number one D-man on any team in the league. And they dominated last year. 42-19-10, 94 points. They first in the Central. They lost in six to Vancouver in the first round, but... Not a big like that's two very long seasons and obviously with the break everything every team had a break but it's tough to i don't know like vancouver's always played them tough so i wasn't surprised that they lost but there's still a team that i can't no one can glance over yeah. uh do you got anything to add on st louis uh i mean you basically covered it i had they swapped out petrangelo for krug basically which isn't it Obviously. a drop-off? Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, size-wise, I guess, but that's about yeah. it. Krug's <laughs> um, a bowling ball. Unfortunate. And then uh, Clifford was the only other thing I had. Big, ugly dude. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'll take on the uh, the Patty Maroon role of that team from a couple years ago. I think players like Clifford are really important. Oh, yeah. Like, even when he went to Toronto, he quoted, he's like, I'm obviously not here to outscore Matthews. Yeah. I'm, yeah <laughs> that was a legendary quote. I love that. He's like, I'm obviously here to bring some grit to the team. Yeah, I'm not here to score goals. And just like a guy in his role is huge. Exactly. And they just have like Sanford and Barbashev and all those guys, like big guys who are like to just like tire you out. And they're mm-hmm. always a dangerous team. So, yeah, I got I got them making the playoffs. Has Hoffman actually signed with them yet? I or think he, he just... signed today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I say because he was on the PTO. Yeah. I think they um, moved money around and they signed him today. I was actually in the shower. I was watching it, the uh, national championship pregame. And I saw on, like, the TSM bar below, I think it was, like, a one-year, like, $4 million deal or something like that. That's not uh, bad. Like that's. Yeah, I saw that they officially signed him, which is huge addition for St. Louis on yeah. a pretty good deal. All right. Finishing off the West Division, we got the Vegas Golden Knights second in cup odds. Um, they're... An unreal team so early into their inauguration 
they added Petrangelo, the big name on the market. Um, they drafted Cormier. They re-signed Leonard, Stevenson, Nosek, Yurko. They lost Schmidt to the Canucks. Uh, Derek Englund retired, and they lost Cousins. So Schmidt is, like, a really good piece, but he's not, like, we're going to, like, extremely miss this guy. Like, he was the rock. Like, Vegas yeah, is yeah. very well-rounded. They have Theodore, and they added Petrangelo, so losing Schmidt wasn't a it's huge nothing deal. nothing um, last year they were 39-24-8 for 86 points, first in the Pacific, and they lost in five to Dallas in the Western Conference Final. And what do you got on Vegas, dude? I had Leonard in fantasy last year, and that guy was a beast. I mean, yeah. you look at the guy, and he's a, he looks like he's going to strangle you with one hand and beat you. Yeah. Like, he just He did challenge Jake Paul to a fight, so... Yes, this is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's terrifying, like you said. They lose Schmidt, which they, they got a third-round pick for him because they needed to clear cap space. Yeah. So That's still a good pick to have. Like it's still it, a pretty it's valuable. either you you got to figure something out or you take a third-round pick. So, um, and then Petro I think it was Simon a win for just, both teams. Yeah, there's I don't really think there was a loss for that trade. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Petro signing that monster deal. Which I don't really like, to be honest. Yeah, it's... Uh, like, what was it? $8 million a year for, like, for seven, seven years? Yeah. And then... Like, how old is that guy going to be when he's done? Like, 38? Yeah, so... He's going to be like a Carlson. Yeah. And, and a no-move clause, yeah. too. So, so, that's... He's not going anywhere. Yeah. He's going to be like Louis Erickson by the time he's done hot playing hockey. Yeah. So, I... That's... Except... Pretty yeah. risky contract, but yeah, man, I don't know. That's a uh, pretty scary, but um, interesting to see if that contract's like front loaded or how. So that we works. both got them making the playoffs. Here's the contact info for Carry Brad. <laughs> That's my bad. I don't know what Siri was doing, interrupting my fucking recording. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. You got to make the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty standard. If they don't make the playoffs, then that's a huge loss for them. All right. So to finish off, Goff, why don't you give your uh, standings one to eight? Or you can just give your playoff teams or whatever. But I got, uh, I actually got Vegas up top, number one. And then I've got Colorado at two. St. Louis at three, Minnesota at four, Arizona at five, Anaheim six, San Jose seven, and L.A. Kings at eight. We have almost the same standings, except I have Colorado one, Vegas two. So great minds think alike. Yeah, I think it's going to be mine's great. greater. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty um, back and forth. Between Vegas and Colorado. Yeah, I don't yeah know. honestly, I think it could go either way with that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think has, it depends on how the, the goaltending. Yeah, Vegas has better goaltending, I think. And we didn't even mention, the, mention um, about the whole flurry thing from the playoffs. Like, oh, what yeah. that's gonna, how that's going to... I think that's behind them. I, I think, think it's, it's behind too, time. but never know. Yeah, who knows. All right. 
the North Division. I think I this division put my mind in a freaking pretzel. The amount of times I switched around my rankings for this. Oh man, I'm still not. I'm still not sure if I'm confident in my rankings. I don't think. I I'm, actually just scribbled one down as we were talking before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I think I've redone it, like, four times. Oh, yeah, at least. Like, I was stressing out when I was doing this. I was like, dude. The amount of sticky notes that I threw out? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. But we'll start at the top. You got Calgary Flames, who had a really big offseason, I'd say. Um, They got half of the Canucks team. And then... And, the Calgary Canucks. Uh, Yeah. But they added Markstrom, Tanev, Levo, and Deming. Those are just Canucks, former Canucks players. And they added Simon, Nesterov, Nordstrom, and Ronaldo. Uh, they lost Hamannick, Talbot, Brody, Gustafsson, and Sam Bennett is hurt right now. But I'd say they lost a decent amount. Like TJ Brody is a tough loss. Uh, Hamannick is a little gritty defenseman. Um, but Gustafson's a good power play quarterback, but yep. he's like not a huge like game breaker. But they lost a bit. Um, but they also gained quite a bit. Uh, they finished last year 36, 27, and seven for 79 points, third in Pacific. They lost in six to Dallas in the first round. Um, but what do you got on Calgary, dude? I hate them. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, not only did they steal the starting goalie of the Canucks, well, I guess, who knows what it would have been going into this year anyways with the way Demko played in the playoffs. Um, they stole Tanev, hometown favorite. Um, they definitely got uglier by getting Tanev. That guy, I think he's missing more teeth than he has left. Yeah, I think so um, too. Yeah, Marky's contract, I don't understand. I understand the Canucks not signing that, but I also I don't understand them signing it, but I also understand them not signing it. I'd, so that, I'd, uh, I personally would be upset if the Canucks signed Markstrom to that. To that, yeah. Um, that's a lot. He's like 30. Yeah, that's the one, exactly. The, the age will be, because uh, it's 6 by 6 isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. And with what you saw from Demko, why wouldn't you just roll with him? Exactly. That's the. That's you saw the, that he's ready. So. Um, I think they'd be just shooting themselves in the foot if they. If they just be keeping Demko on the bench for even longer. Yeah, and Seattle's not going to pick up a thirty-year-old goalie at six by six. Yeah. Um. But Markstrom's still like a really good goalie. I think he's going to be a Vesna candidate this year. Yeah. I think he should have been up there last year. I agree. Um, they also signed the chef himself, Louis Deming. Yeah. Anybody that paid attention to NLL or the NHL bubble knows that great chef. Probably won't play a heck of a lot with because they still have Riddich, right? Yeah, he's yeah. just there for like AHL. Going to get their called third, up. Fourth guy. Um, yeah, that's why the and, Canucks drafted him. Yeah, Levo, not really a heck of a lot. Sorry. Yeah, Levo wasn't really. I mean, he was good on. He was exciting on the second line for the Canucks, playing alongside Horvat and Pearson when he was not uh, 
yeah. injured. But I don't I don't know how I he when he was with the Leafs he was kind of I think he'll be in that position that he kind of was with the Leafs like a third line guy. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be he won't put up as many points I don't think as he did with the Canucks. I don't even know how many points he put up with the Canucks, but his role will definitely be limited with Calgary. Yeah. Going to a better I, team. I really liked Levo. Yeah. Um, I think he got, like, a fractured kneecap is not an easy injury to recover from. But I liked him. He was, like, if he could get you, like, 15 goals, I think it's a bonus. Um, but I think they're going to be one of the stronger teams in this division. I think they're going to be in the running for the top. So yep. I got them making the playoffs. Yeah, I uh, I also have them up at the top, like you just said. All right, moving on to their rivals in the province of Alberta, the Oilers of Edmonton. They uh, re-signed Bear. They got Dominic Cahoon. They re-signed Smith. They signed Tyson Berry, Ennis, Kyle Turris. They're bringing back Puyu Yarvi. And I would say that they re-signed Russell, but they in fact just waived him today huh. so so much for that <laughs> but they mike green retired they lost athens to which i don't think is a huge loss because other than speed he doesn't really bring anything else he doesn't have a whole lot of finish he's his defensive game sucks he's like i don't know if you follow uh, commodore on twitter i do not i do but see some yeah. of his tweets so he's got some good ones he always posts uh, the running for the green jacket. Whoever has the worst like plus minus rating. Oh, okay. And he was like minus like twenty eight or something like that. Yeah. Or like minus like thirty four. Yeah. It was high, and he was like, uh, clearly we got a uh, Athens CU in the running for the green jacket in the final turn of the Masters. Or something <laughs> like it was hilarious, and it had the worst plus minus ratings of all the guys in the NHL. And he was at the top like all the time. Uh, they lost the worst of the Granlin brothers, Marcus. He wasn't really much. He was like a fourth line, maybe get yeah. you like 10 goals at most. The big loss, which I think is really going to, I think, hurt them, is Clefbaum. He's out for the year. Yeah. And they're, I, th- I think he's their best defenseman, even with Barry coming in. Tyson Barry doesn't bring a whole lot defensively, but he's a really good like offensive defenseman. But I think yeah. Clefbaum's better like all around. And then James Neal's day to day, so real deal. Yeah. Besides Clefbaum, they didn't really lose a whole ton, but they added, I think, some good depth. Yeah. Um. Last year they were 37, 25, and nine for 83 points, second in the Pacific, and they lost in four games to Chicago in the qualifying round, which I think is not good for Edmonton. They have McDavid and Drysdale. They had the pieces. They shouldn't have lost that series, but they did. And um, do you got anything on Edmonton, dude? Um, I think uh, Barry could uh, possibly have a year unlike last. <laughs> yeah. Went to Toronto and it was just uh, a mess. Yeah, the Toronto experiment that didn't work. The, the Toronto organization was just a big mess last year to start off the year with the whole um, Babcock situation. Um, yeah. It was pretty public that him and Babcock didn't 
see eye to eye on his playing style. Yeah. As uh, soon so. as he left, as soon as Babcock left, he started like getting a lot better. Exactly. So I think that uh, Barry being not just being in a new situation, but not being in Toronto could be a good fit for him. And if he's going to be bringing the puck up the ice and snapping it to uh, McDavid, Drysidle, like even Turris on some lines got some speed there. I think he, you could see Barry put up some good points as a D-man again. Yeah. Um, this was a team I was really tough on deciding, and I still am unsure of. Do you have them in the playoffs? I do. I have them in at my fourth spot. Oh my gosh. See, like, I honestly don't know if I have them in the playoffs. I did my seedings. Yeah. And at first I did. And then I did them again. I was like, nah. See, I did. And then I didn't. And then I did. And I was like, and then I think it's going to be tight. I think spots like. I th- honestly, one to six, I think is going to be really tight. But I think one and two are going to be tight, and then three to six are yeah. going to be really tight. Like it could be a two-game win streak. Six could go up to like two or yeah. like three. Like yeah, I think it's going to be within be like, like that. A, it's going to be all within five points. Those yeah five so, spots. Uh, I'm going to say it. I don't have Evan to make playoffs i don't like their goaltending and i still think their defense is kind of suspect even with nurse and barry yep i don't think barry's whole defensive game is big i know it's bold not putting mcdavid and dry in the playoffs but i don't know just like my gut's telling me like this is the team that's not going to do it but i could be totally wrong i think they could freaking finish first in this division i don't know <laughs> who knows this one was so tough to yep freaking do it was crazy um Anyways, moving on to Montreal. They had a really big offseason. They got Perry in for a leak, but they both put him on waivers today. So. Oh, they put Perry on waivers? And for a leak, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, they, they, added, they signed to Foley. They traded for Jake Allen. They drafted Gooley, which he was a big player. Um in the world juniors and um it's gonna be exciting to watch him play uh but i doubt he'll play this year um they re-signed gallagher they traded for anderson and then signed him to a seven-year deal they re-signed petrie traded for edmondson they have victor mete and they're bringing that big russian defenseman romanov who's i think is going to be an absolute player and they lost Domi in that Anderson trade, and they bought out Alsner. So they didn't lose a whole ton because they got a lot in return. So I think they got insanely deeper this year. Yeah. And they're kind of like a team that doesn't have a lot to lose. Last year, 31-31-9 and nine for 71 points, fifth in the Atlantic. And they lost in six games to Philly in round one after upsetting Pittsburgh. So um, give me your take on Montreal. Um... Well, I look at Gallagher. I like Gallagher as a player. A lot of people don't like Gallagher. <laughs> he's like 
he's like Marshawn, but he's not on Boston, so I like him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, Toffoli was a sweet addition for Vancouver last year. So I think that he'll uh, – I mean, he was a beast in L.A. He was a beast in Vancouver. I think he'll still do well in Montreal. Yeah, he was a point-per-game player in Vancouver when he yeah. came over. Um, they got Allen as well, didn't they, from St. Louis? Yeah, Jake Allen. So, I mean, he's older, but he's I, he's been there. He knows kind of what it takes. Yeah. He wasn't the yeah. one that took them to the Stanley Cup in St. Louis, but he was there for it. But and he was he, still, yeah, he was still like a really trusted goalie in St. Yeah, Louis. So. Exactly. Um, so you look at that. I mean, it's not 2012 anymore, but you got Carey Price and Jake Allen as your one-two. That's uh, that's not bad. That's not bad sounding. Yeah. Uh, do you got them making the playoffs? I do not know. I do. I I got them in that fourth spot. I feel uh, like our Canadian I, division is just going to be the complete opposite or just not even close. I, I feel like we will have two picks that are probably the same. Yeah, probably. But, man, I, like, I'm like i not confident in my picks because it could be anything. Yeah, even I, Auto can be competitive this year because they added so You could have flipped a coin and been like, all right or rolled a dice and put a logo on each side and then picked it, and it would have still been accurate, probably. I would have been like, sure, I can see that happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, me speaking of Ottawa, players returning. All right. I hope you have some time on your hands because this is going to be fucking long. <laughs> um, so they drafted Stutzel. They got Coburn and Paquette from Tampa. Uh, they signed Galchenyuk. They drafted Sanderson. They traded for Matt Murray, Derek Stepan. They signed Dadnov, re-signed Connor Brown. They re-signed Nick Paul, and they traded for Good Branson. They lost Gabrick and Nielsen. They were like LTIR picks, so Tampa just yeah. draft, uh, traded for them to lose money, pretty much. Uh, they lost Bobby Ryan, Anthony Duclair, Callahan retired, and they lost uh, Borokop. I think he's on, I want to say Philly. But I could be wrong about that if you want to fact check that. Um, last year they they were terrible, 25, 34, and 12, 62 points, seventh in the Atlantic. This is a really exciting team. I'm really excited to see how they do this year because of all their additions. But I think it's too many additions to kind of get a good enough chemistry going. And I don't think their expectations are seriously high this year. But they could be like a little frisky team and. Um. Yeah. What do you have on them? I. It's Ottawa, honestly. Um, yeah. I feel like there's never much to say about Ottawa. Um, Galchenyuk coming from Minnesota. I don't really. Who knows? Maybe he's gonna have a 30 goal season, or maybe he'll have a five goal season. Mm-hmm. Um. I like Good Branson. I don't know if he'll play much, but. I liked when he was in Vancouver, big physical guy. I remember going to Petey's first, watching Petey play in his first game in Vancouver, and Petey stepped on the ice, good prance, and rocked somebody, and then someone reached out and grabbed Petey and pulled him back off to the bench, and then the next shift they went out there and good prance and got in a fight, and I was like, I like this guy. And he had a sweet handlebar mustache. Yeah, um, I, I like good prance because he was physical, but he was terrible. 
Oh, he's liability so, on the defensive end. Yeah, he's so bad. But he was the one bright spot he had was that he was actually a guy that fought on the Canucks. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and Murray, who knows? Maybe Murray comes out and plays like he did in Pittsburgh for his first couple seasons. Yeah, he really didn't play that good the last couple of years he was there. But they added some good scoring in Dadnov. Uh, Stutzel looked good. Galchenik has been... He had a couple good years in Montreal. Uh, Derek Stepan's a good vet. Um, I don't have them making the playoffs, but I think they're going to be exciting to watch. I uh, I also do not have them making the playoffs. But the, they could be like one of those teams that kind of surprises you. Um, but... All right. Uh, moving on to your team, the T.O. Maple Leafs. Um, the so they added uh, Joey Anderson. They resigned Dermot, Mikhaev. They signed Thornton. They signed Brody, Dell, Jimmy VC, Bogosian, Simmons. They resigned Spezza. Uh, they lost Clifford, Tyson Berry, Cody Cece, the best defenseman in the league. Um. Gautier, uh, Janssen, and Kapanen. Last year, they were 36-25-9 for 81 points, third in the Atlantic, and they lost in six to Columbus in the um, qualifying. I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you lead this one and give me your rundown on your uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Alrighty. I see a improvement from last season because last season was a mess. Yeah. Um. Mikheyev came to his own last season. He had that gruesome slit wrist skate injury thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but he'll be back, and he'll be on fire. TJ Brody, I like bringing him in. Wade Simmons brings in some size and uh, physical Even presence. Bogosian, too. I was going to say Bogosian brings in that, too. Uh, Jumbo Joe, I, I don't... <laughs> Um, I think they're I think, signing the name more than the player. I think Brian Burke said it best in uh, on an interview about how he was talking about he's on the back nine. Like, he's not going to give you many points. If he gives you a bunch of points, great. If he doesn't, you're not really losing anything. And then he goes, yeah. I just described Jason Spetz, and now you got two of them. And I completely agree with that. Um, like... What, are you going to sit Spets out and play Jumbo this one night? Like, is that how it's going to work with them? Like, yeah. You can, are you, or you, they said how you – they've already – I'm pretty sure they've announced that he's going to be playing with Matthews and those guys. So he'll put up points passing it to Matthews for goals or Matthews giving it to him for tap-ins. Yeah. But uh, we'll, kind of, we'll see how that goes. Jumbo's also been pretty open about how he wants to win a cup. So he's hungry. It's not like he's going to be a yeah. guy that, and it's not like he signed for a heck of a lot where he's going there just to milk the bag. So, yeah, exactly. He, he's going there on a cheap deal because he wants to, he wants to win a cup. Yeah, I um, um, I definitely think they got heavier, and they're still like a really, uh, they're going to be a tough team to play against. And um, who do they got as their backup goalie? Yeah, they got Dell. Aaron so, Dell is their backup? Yeah. 
Dell, well, it's oh, Dell and Campbell are their uh, two and three. Ah, okay. So, those I think that's those are two pretty solid uh, guys to have behind Freddie. Because Freddie's a pretty solid. You kind of lagged out there. Oh. So, uh, Can you, you kind of lagged out there. So, what did you say the last like ten seconds? Oh, I just say it how they got Dell and Campbell as their two, two and three. Uh, to back up Freddie, and I think that that's pretty solid. Speaking, that Freddie's a solid goalie, and you got two solid guys that can fit in for him on nights because Freddie's pretty used to uh, playing pretty much every night. Yeah, exactly. So if you can give him yeah, nights off, and you have confidence. Like this, yeah, season like this is gonna be really hard to play all the time. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Uh, do you have them making the playoffs? I do. I uh, have them squeezing in. Squeezing in. Yeah, they're my uh, they're my fourth spot team. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, no, the next team, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Now. This is a team that had quite the offseason. Um, they added and players that were returning. They uh, Holtby, Schmidt, Hamannick. Um They re-signed Gaudette, McEwen, Mott. Um, and they have Hoglander, Rafferty, Yolevi, and hopefully Pod Colson later into the season, around April when his rush contract runs out. Hopefully we kind of get to see how he is. Yep. Um, a lot of losses in Markstrom, Toffoli, and Tanev, along with Stetcher, that really made me upset. I like Stetcher. Big fan He's of a little honey badger. Um, but they lost Fantenberg and they lost Furland. Well, like, Furland's on the IR, but just, I kind of lost him emotionally, uh, but hopefully we kind of see him this year. Not to mention the Canucks, they uh, placed Louis Erickson on waivers oh. today. Yo, huge W. Huge <laughs> W. I don't know if anybody. Uh, I don't know if anybody's paying attention to the Canucks and the the Twitter around Louis Erickson, but some guy with his thing as the Calgary Flames logo and his username as Calgary oh, Flames I, tweeted out I like, "We're so happy Yo, to pick up so Louis happy. Erickson." I was cheering. My dad's like, "Brad, you'll never believe it." And I looked on there. I was like, "Oh man, they picked him up!" And then he looks at the name, and it's like, I don't know. John Newfield or something yeah. is the guy's name. I'm like, that's not even the that's not even the Flames. <laughs> but that I guy's probably so got upset, so many dude. favorites and retweets, and it's not yeah. even real. I was so upset, dude. Um, but yeah, no one's picking up six mil for Louis. Yeah. Um, I saw some tweet today. It was like Louis Erickson. Actually, I saw two. I said it was, the first one was Louis Erickson had a 30 goal plus season his year before he signed in Vancouver. And in four years, he's had 38 goals. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I replied to that one. I was like, he had that many? <laughs> and the Canucks know. are like 29-1-4 when Louis Erickson scores a goal. <laughs> Yo, but when he plays a game, the record's actually pretty decent. It was actually good last year when Louis was in the lineup. Yeah, like we all wanted him to... He just has to be in the lineup. Doesn't mean he has to play. Just has to be in the lineup. But yeah, he was a. Uh, he actually helped us on a run last year, just because he, he was on the ice. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited because Hoglander's potentially slotting into that uh, second line with Horvat and Pearson. Yeah, uh, probably going to get a yeah. Uh, is probably going to get a full season, probably as the third pairing de- defenseman. And it's been five years I since honest, that guy got I, drafted. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, twenty seventeen. No, I I think Yolevi must have been like twenty sixteen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Like, was that Matthews? <laughs> or was that? Yes. McDavid's year. No, Besser was McDavid's year. Oh, so, so yeah. Thing. So it'll be good to yeah, finally see him suit up. Yeah. No, Hopefully he can uh, perform well and shut down yeah. all the haters that have been thrashing the guy because he can't, has been hurt and hasn't made the team or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, he can, hopefully he can silence heard, that. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about him. I'm happy with the Travis Hamannick signing. Um, I'm excited to see if Pod Colson comes over and plays. I think Holpe's going to have a resurgence this year with Ian Clark. I think he's going to coach him into old Braden Holpe. Um, and Thatcher and Thatcher Demko showed a lot last year. He showed a lot of confidence. Showed that he can play in this league as a starter. I think he's going to be a hell of a goalie this year. Underrated tandem, I think. I don't think a lot of people are giving a lot of respect to these guys, but I think it's going to be a good season for Vancouver. Uh, last year, they were 36-27-6, and 78 points, and they were fourth in the Pacific, and they lost in seven games to Vegas in the second round. Um, I have them making the playoffs. I agree. How about you? You do? Yep. Yeah, I got them up top. I don't know if you said Schmidt, too. I don't know if you brought that I did up. say Schmidt. You did say that? Okay, I missed that then. Well, I brought him up in the additions, but I don't think we spent enough time talking about him. But yeah, I, I think, think that... he's going to I think he's a really huge piece. He's a, He seems like he brings a lot of positive energy to the team, and he plays with a lot of speed. And I think he's a better quarterback on the power play than Edler or Myers. <laughs> I think he can take that over. Yeah, I uh, I think when you look at it as uh, the Canucks losing Tanev and Stetcher, but we brought in Schmidt and Hamannick, I don't think that we're on the losing end. No, and Holpe is competent. Yeah, Markstrom is obviously the, the better goalie, but Holpe's like it takes the loss. Like, it brings it down yeah. a bit. It's not like we're completely stranded. If we didn't sign Holby, then I'd have Canucks out of the playoffs. But I think yeah. the addition with Holby, he brings a, that championship mindset. He's been there before. He knows what it takes. And he has the capability of being a good goalie. And, and so his contract, think, too, like, versus with Markstrom. Like, if the Canucks yeah. were signed Markstrom... You look at Holtby's contract come to an expansion time. The Canucks protect Demko. Are you going to draft a guy that's got one year left on his deal and is... I don't even know how old Holtby is, but you're not going to draft a goalie that's got one year left on his contract. Yeah. Exactly. Unless, of but, course, you know for sure that he's going to sign with you, but... Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we both got him in the playoffs. 
And uh, to finish off the North Division, you got Winnipeg Jets. Um, they added Bullu, Stastny, Spiza, Lewis to PTO, and they drafted Cole Perfetti, who had a good uh, tournament. They lost Dano, and Little's on IR, and Latestu retired. They lost Cody Eakin. Um, last year, they were 37-28-6 with 80 points, fourth in the Central. And they lost some five to Calgary in the qualifying round. Um, lost some four. Yeah, there was, uh, was best five. It's kind of dumb with me. Um, yeah, I think Hellebuck is the backbone. I still think they have two solid lines with Lion A in there. Their defense is really suspect, though. What do you got? I don't expect much from Winnipeg this year, to be honest with you. I There's all that talk about Lion A one and out. Yeah. And I think that that will... I don't think it'll be damaging to the team per se, but I just feel like Lion A is just not going to perform as well. There's going to be... Even, even though there's no fans in the stands... With the, still with the media coverage that there is, I think he's going to get real frustrated, and he's going to end up like a cheeseburger fill in Toronto. Yeah. I uh, I hope the best for Lion A, man, but yeah. I just, like, I'm really happy that Winnipeg, when it came down to either re-signing Lion A or Connor, they made the right choice by investing in Connor. Yeah. I think he's by far a better player than Lion A. Uh, it brings more to the game, more speed. His shots still really good, and he's just like a better overall player than Line A, and Line A is really streaky. Yeah. But I have Winnipeg slipping out of the playoffs. Um, but with the way Halibut played last year, and they still have two solid lines with like Shifley, Wheeler, Connor. Lion A, they have Statsny now. Yeah. I still think they can compete, but I have them just slipping out of the playoffs. How about you? I also have them out of the playoffs. Yeah. I have them I, uh, close, but I don't have them in. Dude, this division is so tough. Yeah. To... So, um, rounding up, our top seven of this division. I'll uh, I'll I'll lead it off. Alrighty. I think um, I had Toronto at one, okay. but I think talking. I I was convinced. I think Calgary's gonna take that number one. Yep. Uh, Toronto two, Vancouver three, Montreal four, Winnipeg five, Edmonton six, Ottawa seven. But I, I think I think like three to six can be within like seven points between the four. Like if, it can be uh, like really tight. If I heard you correct, my prediction was correct. I'm pretty sure we have two of the same picks. Really? <laughs> so I have I have Calgary one. Yeah. And I have Vancouver two. Interesting. Okay. Edmonton three. Alright. Toronto four. Winnipeg 5, Montreal 6, Ottawa 7. So I'm pretty sure Calgary uh, and Ottawa are our only two same picks. Yeah. <laughs> and those could be 
totally wrong. And like, as we, that goes just to, to show of like, you went through it how many times and I went through it how many times. And yeah. it's not even close to the same. So the uh, this this can, all Canadian division is going to be an entertaining and yeah. very interesting one to see how it all plays out standings wise. No, it's I'm really excited to watch this division. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be super competitive. The one thing I'm nervous about Vancouver is that they haven't they've had tough times against teams like Winnipeg and um, Edmonton just because uh, McDavid's basically bent them over every time they've played them. But yeah, I uh, I think Vancouver's gonna be really uh, gritty. Yeah, so we'll see we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, we're gonna do uh, end of season awards. Who we think um, will yeah win every major award. But yeah, so we'll go over the Hart, the Lindsay, the Calder, the Vesna, the Rocket, Art Ross, Selkie. The Jack Adams President's Trophy, our Stanley Cup final prediction, and who wins the Con Smythe. Um, but I guess I'll start. I think my Hart Trophy winner for, I guess, do you know what? We'll save that till the last. We'll work from Coach of the Year up to the Hart. Um, my Jack Adams Award. This one's interesting and. I might be taking a bit of a shot here. I think we might be both taking a shot here. I think I might know what you're about to say. I, I'm picking Travis Green. Can uh, I yeah. <laughs> I think with the amount of scrutiny the Canucks are getting this year, not making the playoffs or bad offseason moves, um, I think he coaches like, third in the division, a really competitive division. I think he locks up the Nor- uh, the Jack Adams this year. I, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think uh, kind of brushed over it about how the Canucks were a team last year that no one really expected to. They didn't have any expectat- high expectations. It was you know we're, yeah we're a young team. We don't really have much star power. We have our young guys, but other than that, not too much. Um, yeah, exactly. But then they came out and they had the season they did. I could see the Canucks yeah. doing very well. Like I said, I have them ranked second in the Canadian division. I could see them. I I think that they only got better through the off season. So put those couple things together, and I think that Travis Green could uh, take home some hardware. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Um, next, we got the Selkie, best defensive forward. Uh, he was nominated last year, and it's not often that a, a non-centerman wins it, but I think Mark Stone of the Vegas Golden Knights wins the Selkie Award. Okay. It's whenever they, like, because I watched a lot of Canucks games last year, whenever they play Vegas, especially in the playoffs, man, in the neutral zone, it was you couldn't get past Stone. It was yeah. impossible. 
And even in the defensive zone, like in the corners, he's always stripping pucks off of people. It was insanely tough, so I think he's going to win the Selkie. Brando, do you have a pick for the Selkie? I, uh, I think mine's a pretty safe pick. He's always talked about with it. I think Bergeron's got it. I think you looked yeah. at uh, his division that he's going to be playing in, too. Like, some of those teams I don't think have a hope about how often they're going to be seeing that name bar. So, I yeah, think that, I agree. Uh, um, I think he takes it. Pretty safe pick. It's not a bad idea to ever bet against Bergeron. The Art Ross Trophy, most points in the league. I, why don't you take this away, one? Most points. Who do you think's locking up the Art Ross? Uh, well, <laughs> I'd like to see Drysaddle do it because I picked him in fantasy. Yeah. Um, why wouldn't you, right? Honestly, though, I think. You got McDavid and Dreisaitl, McKinnon. If Pasternak wasn't hurt, he'd be up there. Matthews even up that way, kind of. Uh, could be a honorable mention, I think. I think Eichel could be up there, too, this year. I think there's a lot of names that you could yeah, have up there this year. Points, it could swing yeah. either way. I can. Yeah, it could be a lot of people. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, I'm going I'm to say Dreisaitl is my pick, just... Uh, Based off of my bias. Taking it back to back? I think so. Just off of my bias of having him in fantasy. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, I got got McKinnon. I think Nathan McKinnon's going to take home the Art Ross. Uh, Next is the Rocket. Most goals. The safe pick is obviously Ovi, because that guy basically racks in 50. But I'm going a different route. I'm going Austin Matthews of the oh, Maple Leafs. Yeah. yeah, I think he takes home the rocket. He was, he had a very good year last year. He had like 46 goals or 47 goals. Yeah, was it like a he three-way was, tie for the rocket last year or something? It was two-way tie two. between Pasternak and uh, Ovi, and then Matthews was like one or two behind. Yeah, I, th- I think Ovi takes it. I think he's just so hungry to get that goals record from Gretzky. Yeah. I think that he will like... I don't, even, I don't even know what he would do, but that guy would do some crazy stuff to take that record, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the Norris Defenseman of the Year. Um, mine isn't going to be much of a surprise. I I got Victor Hedman. Yeah. It's, it's basically his to lose every single year. Mm-hmm. He was still nominated to win the trophy and he missed a lot of the season last year with injury and he still finished in top three so just imagine if he had a full season with tampa like that's wild um but yeah i got headman uh, i don't know if he ever pick i uh, i've got headman as well um i mean you saw him play through the playoffs too the guy was just a beast obviously yeah. taking home the uh smite yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, like you said, I think it's his to lose. Yeah, every single year. It's just, he's so good on both ends of the ice. And and you look at that division yeah. he's going to be playing in, too. Like, exactly. I think Tampa's going to dominate that. So. Yeah. Um, the Vesna, goalie of the year. Who do you got? I'm going to say... Jari. 
I think Jari's gonna have a sweet Kristen year. Jari. I think I think he's gonna come in and he's it's a hot take. Wow. Um, I think Pitts. I think he's gonna revive Pittsburgh from their last what two years that they've had that weren't anything too special. And wow. I think that he could have a uh, a career year finally having a, the starting position. How about that, Tristan Jari? I don't I don't know what the odds are on that, but if. <laughs> If he wins, I think the payout would be pretty nice. Oh yeah. Um, I got Carter Hart. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. He's been improving every single year, and I don't see why not. Yep. This year, in the shortened season, and I think he's a really good goalie. So I I got him uh, getting the, the Vesna. Uh, Calder, rookie of the year. I'm lame. It's I think it's Laffy. Yeah, <laughs> I like New York's a good team this year. Uh, I may regret not putting them in the playoffs, but I still think they're just a year away. Um, but yeah, Laffy is a safe pick. He's extremely NHL ready, and yep. he dominated the World Juniors when he played. He showed a lot of promise. Um, if this rookie plays. If he plays, which I don't see why he wouldn't, but Trevor Zegers, that guy, uh-huh. that true. He uh, had a really good showing at World Juniors, and I think with an Anaheim team where there's not a lot of players, which kind of might hurt him, but also might benefit him because the puck might be running through him a lot. If he plays, though. Uh, if he doesn't get sent down. If he does get sent down, then I think I'll go Stutzel if um, Zegers doesn't play. Yeah, he's a German guy, right? Yeah, just so I'm a little different than you. Trying yeah, to mix guy, it up. He was a, a he's freak. Electric. In the, yeah, he's uh, electric at World Juniors. Yeah. yeah. He actually made it exciting um, to watch Germany play hockey. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, so, yeah, Trevor Zegers, if he plays for Anaheim this year, I think he's going to take the Calder. Um, but if he doesn't, then I'll take Stutzel. Uh, the Ted Lindsay, which is the most outstanding player voted on by the NHLPA, which I think is more... I like if a player wins the Ted Lindsay, I think it's more honorable than the heart because yep. players vote on the Lindsay. So it's like you're getting that respect from your play the other players. Yeah, it's the guys in the league are voting for you. Yeah. I I put McDavid, which I think is an easy pick, but a part of me wants to change it to McKinnon. I think he's gonna. I think McKinnon's gonna have like a dry cycle last year. Maybe not 110. Yeah. But I think McKinnon's gonna be like electric this year. Yeah, I could so see. I think, gonna, I think he's taking the Ted Lindsay and the Art Ross, and I kind of gave away my heart pick, but. Yeah. I guess they see in uh, seeing the way. Colorado's been getting better and they're getting better on their defensive end too. Um, yeah. 
I think they're going to be like I said they're going to I think they finished second in the the West. I think McKinnon will, like you are saying I think he's going to have a really good year and I think that he could be one to take that as well but I'm going to stick with the previous winner and uh give it to McDavid. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he's just an absolute freak and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to pick McDavid. Yeah. And uh, the heart, MVP of the league. Uh, I got McKinnon, which is probably the leading candidate to win. Yep. Um, how about you, buddy? I'm going to stick with my uh, my Ted Lindsay and go with my McDavid pick. I think, yeah. I mean, you look in the past and most of the time it's the same guy that wins both, so. Yeah. Often. Pretty often. And if it's someone else winning the heart, McDavid's mostly... Most of the time winning Ted Lindsay. Yeah, exactly. All right. President's Trophy. Best team in the league. Most points. If you are smart, then you know you only have four teams to choose from. Because if you're not leading your division, then you're not leading in points. Exactly. <laughs> so this kind of made it harder. But if you had your divisions locked up, then you really only had four teams to choose from. And throughout history, then this can affect your Stanley Cup final pick as well, because most of the time, the winner of the President's Trophy doesn't win the cup. So yeah. I went off history with my pick, but if you want to go first, then go right ahead. I'm going to say that. Man, this is tough. I think it's, yeah, it's going to be either the. I have, I have Boston and Tampa winning my East and my Central. I think it's going to be one of them, too, that are going to win the uh, President's Trophy. I just think that the the West and then the North are just way stronger when you look down the the lineup. Yeah. Um, so I think that you're going to – I think that – I'm going to say – I'm going to say Tampa wins it. Tampa. Yeah, I think Tampa takes okay. the President's Trophy. Even missing Cooch. Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I had. Like, uh, I, I think you look at that bottom, th- like my bottom three in the Central are Florida, Chicago, Detroit. Yeah. Like, I think that's obviously not every night, but I think that's a lot of guaranteed points for Tampa. Yeah. Whereas you look in. The Canadian division, you got Calgary. If I say the Calgary finishes up top, you still got Montreal, Ottawa, yeah, and then whoever else finishes there. Like I think like, that those Tampa teams are much more. Still different. has like Braden Point. Stamkos is going to be healthy. Self Hedman. Like, I was gonna say it's like what we said. We said how they played the whole last playoffs without Stamkos and won. Now they play the regular season without Kucherov, but they get Stamkos back. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Stanley Cup final. Uh, I have my two teams. I got the Golden Knights versus the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, I don't know. I think Carter Hart's going to have, like, a good year this year. No idea why. And I think Provorov's really stepped up. They're going to bring him back Lindblom or Lindholm or whatever. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I just think they're a really well-balanced team. They're well-coached. And they may have gotten a bit exposed in the 
playoffs last year, but I think they're uh, going to have a little redemption tour this year, and I think they're going to go on a run and make the Stanley Cup final. But I think they're going to lose in six games to Vegas, oh. and Vegas is going to hoist the Stanley Cup this year. Alrighty, I'm going to say that Vegas is going to be the coming out of the West. Or I guess coming out of the... I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. I tried avoiding that. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. As soon as I said it, I was like, wait a second. There's the West and other divisions now. (laughs) Yeah. Out of the West and the Canadian, I see Vegas coming out on top. I'm going to go even further, and I'm going to say Vegas beats Vancouver and goes to the uh, the final. Yeah, I think Vancouver makes it that far. Um, And then I'm going to say they play against Boston, but Boston takes it. Interesting. All right. And uh, I got my Smith winner being Mark Stone. He's going to have like a little Ryan O'Reilly year. Cup, Smith and Selkie. I think he's a player, dude. He doesn't have, like, he, in a 56-game schedule, he might put up, like, 38 points, maybe, like, in the 40s. I could see him putting up, like, 45 and 56. And he's a well-defensive player. He's good on power play on a strong team. So, uh, Selkie, Conn Smythe, Vegas is well-balanced. And, yeah. I think they come out on top. And uh, I'm going to also give my uh, my Selkie winner, the Con Smythe, with Patrice Bergeron taking it home for Boston. New captain, How too. How about that? Yeah, that's huge. We didn't talk about that. Congrats to him. He deserves that. I, that's kind of something you saw coming. It was just kind of... Yeah. But he's, he's pretty old, too, though, so... He's going to be uh, a captain for, like, two years. I was going to say, he's getting, what is he, 34? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something he's like that. mid-30s, at least. Yeah. I say Crosby's 33 now, I think, so he's got to be, or 34, so he's got to be around there. Yeah, because they're in the same World Junior team, right? Yeah, I think so. But I think Crosby was an underager. Yeah. So he might be, like, 35, 36? Yeah. I'm not going to fact-check it. I'm not going to yep. waste my time with that. Just gonna roll with it. <laughs> Not asking Siri. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I agree with you. With the uh, the Selkie takes home the uh, Conn Smythe just on the opposite yeah. teams. Yeah, dude. I just I think it's gonna be either like Stone or Leonard. I think it's gonna be either goalie or Stone. Yeah, That's, Leonard. Uh, my personal. He, uh, opinion, but he's a beast. But I don't. I just part of me think like you saw Vancouver. They. At some times, it was like they found how to get past them. Yeah. I feel like with a better team. Matthew, uh, not Matthews, Leonard's a real, like, mindset guy. If he's not in the right mindset, then he's just going to get exposed. But, yeah, who knows. Um, You're watching the national championship, right? Yes, sir. Did you see Devonta Smith's stats? I didn't. 12 catches, 215 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. And he left for part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even play the full game. <laughs> yeah. 
And the fourth quarter just started. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they put up 52 on Ohio State. Yeah. 52-24. Doubled them. Plus a score. With a full quarter still to play. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be... Uh... Is Alabama good? <laughs> Is 50 <laughs> points in a national championship game? Is that good? Yeah, I don't know. We have to check. But, yeah, man. Um, Did you watch any of the football? The, uh, the playoff? Yeah. I, I didn't actually really get the chance to. Uh, Saturday I was working, so I didn't, and it was actually decently busy, so I didn't get to really watch any of it. Fair enough. And then, I don't even know what I was doing yesterday, but I didn't really watch anything yesterday. Probably sleeping. Actually, honestly, I, I probably didn't do anything. I, that's probably, I just probably laid in bed and slept. Actually, I think I woke up at like two, so that makes sense why. Yeah, you're really bad with that. Oh, uh, yeah. I text you, I'm like, yo, is this time good? I was like, oh wait, it's 11:45. He's probably not awake yet. Yeah, I think I woke up at 12 today. <laughs> uh, are Anything? you gonna watch any this weekend? Like, uh, I plan to. I think we got Chiefs Browns. Actually, you know what? I did watch the Browns game. I did watch yeah. that yesterday. Because yeah. I I had everything out to do homework, but I was like, well, the Browns are on. Mm, and yeah, I know Browns I I knew that. Yeah, exactly. The Browns are playing. I need to watch the Browns mm. play. Um, yeah, exactly. I knew that uh, Andrew, that I coached lacrosse with, had uh, like hundred bucks on the Browns to win. So I was watching really? the game, te- watching the game and texting him while I was watching, and he was going absolutely bananas. No, oh, I don't doubt that for a second. But yeah, um, we got Browns, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills. I uh, love the Bills. Packers. Packers, Rams, Bucks, Saints. So That's it's going to be matchups. a good weekend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I not, I'm not huge into football, but I know that Jared Goff, shout out, um, yeah. guy like broke his broke his thumb and fractured it in two different places. Had surgery on the Monday and played the following Sunday. Yeah. Like. That's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, he didn't start for the Rams, but he came in and played. Yeah, he didn't because, start until you know, his face got. Yeah, his head got. Was it his, the guy's shoulder? I think it was uh, what's his face? His shoulder went Adam. straight into the head. Yeah. Um, he got hurt, but. Yeah, he yeah, went, no, he went to the moon. Really, uh, really cool. Um, this is coming out um, before the first slate of. The games, mm. um, including the Canucks versus Oilers. Uh, uh, who do you got taking the opening opening night? I will be rocking my Horvat jersey and cheering for the Canucks, so they better pull it out. Oh yeah, but I'll, but I'll be rocking. They got to they got to win like five four, and Drysaddle's got to bury four. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, I th- I think the Canucks are gonna win like four. I think it's gonna be close, like four three kind of thing. Yeah. I think Drysdale is gonna get at least three points. He's gonna be involved on like every goal. Exactly. I think, I He's think always that uh, there. I think that him and McDavid will have a very good year this year if they yeah. can both stay healthy. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, I wouldn't doubt it. 
from watching history, who knows if they'll uh, both stay healthy. But let's hope so. Yeah. All right, dude. That was um that was fun. That's the uh finale of the NHL preview. I'm really excited to see hockey get going. It's gonna be hopefully this season goes as smooth as possible. And I'm just looking forward to watching it again. It's gonna be different with the matchups and all that. But um if you wanna plug your Instagram and Twitter or whatever, again, go um, for it. I gotta pull that up. I think my Twitter is uh, at Goff underscore Brandon. Yeah. Uh, I like how you know that for sure. Yeah, Goff underscore Brandon on Twitter, and then bgoff73 on uh, underscore 73 on Instagram. And as I said on my la- on the last time, uh, if you like pictures of dogs and pictures of me, you can follow my Instagram. And if you like tweets about all kinds of random stuff, you can follow my Twitter. <laughs> if you like both follow both exactly if you like both <laughs> double whammy yeah exactly there's a uh a giveaway at 1000 followers <laughs> pulling a grid and bradley move there yeah it uh it'll <laughs> first thousand people get a bobblehead i guess say you have to live in poco and you have to be over the age of 19 and they need to get your prize yeah <laughs> it's not anything special yeah but yeah uh, this was fun. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys know where to find me at Jevin.lefave on Instagram, at JevinLefave on Twitter. I've started tweeting more on the uh, podcast Twitter. It's at Side Heavy, or just search up Left Side Heavy, the podcast, and you'll be there to follow. Um, up to 14 followers, so bump that up. Um, and follow at LeftSideHeavy.thePod on Instagram. And. Intro outro music is Savage by Tom Irie featuring Six Men. You can it's part of his Get Well Soon mixtape. It's on all platforms. Don't forget to download the episodes, subscribe, leave a rating and review. It'll really help me out. You know, help grow the show. Um, follow and share the socials and all that. It'll really help me out. And I've had it's not hard, people. Yeah, do it for I'm the kid. a lot of fun doing this. And thank you all for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. I just gotta let go. Went from ducking and fucking, and now I got put in the friend zone. There's no need for discussion, I just really loved how you get low. But I'm dipping, I'm cutting the shorty, and we're being ten toes, ten toes. I, I, I just gotta let go, call me a benzo, paid all cash, I won't take no rentals, killing my.